Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 5th, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. Hi, James Marino. Happy November. I have to say this whole post uh, getting dark by five o'clock thing may be old a little already. Yeah, you know, it, it is dark, but... Um... It's dark. The darkness, it's darkest before the light. Is that, uh, is that what it says? Is, is, that, is that correct? Darkest, darkest before the light, darkest before something. Yeah. But you know what uh, Tuesday, November 5th is in the United what? States? What? It's election day. Everybody get out It is, yes. Please, everyone, go out and vote today. Uh, you likely have an election that you don't realize that you have. And it's important. We've we've seen over the past several years now how important it is. So if you haven't done your early voting, get out and vote today. Every vote counts. Every vote counts, yes. Now, if you want to shine some light into our lives at any hour, you can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash Patreon to back us at one of our tiers. James, I believe we are now also on musical theater radio. Is that correct? Yes. Musical theater radio plays Broadway radios uh, today on Broadway. So you and Matt and occasionally me on 8 a.m., Eastern Time and 8 p.m. Eastern God, Time. we're everywhere. Musical Theater Radio plays us streaming so that you don't even have to download us, but download us anyway. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. We're everywhere. But, but don't forget, it's election day and you can vote for us on Patreon by going yes. to patreon.com <laughs> slash radio. Please vote for us. Yes. And uh, last week, uh, ticket buyers voted in their own way because they have, uh, we have last yes. week's Broadway grosses. Indeed, James. We are currently, it seems, in that sweet spot now where unless you're a new show, you're kind of just on autopilot and the grosses from the past weeks seem to reflect that. Shows on the Great White Way brought in a grand total of $31,122,601 this past week, down 8%, led by Mm. 11 seven-figure shows. In the club this week, Hamilton leads the pack, of course, followed by To Kill a Mockingbird, Moulin Rouge, The Lion King, Tina, the Tina Turner musical, Wicked, Ain't Too Proud, Aladdin, Town, Beetlejuice, and The Book of Mormon. The biggest increase on the boards from last week was Tina, the Tina Turner musical, at $92,613 up from the previous week. Overall, the show brought in nearly $1.5 million this week at 89% of its gross potential. Tina will, of course, open this week, and as Matt and I talked about yesterday, that will be the big one to see how it's received The lowest earnings of the week, well, Jagged Little Pill, which makes sense considering they only had one preview performance. They brought in $191,787, which actually was nearly 114% of its gross potential. Pretty amazing. Of the shows on the bottom of the barrel with more than just more than one show, The Lightning Thief unfortunately pulled in an abysmal $203,842, which is just 23.82% of its gross potential. It was actually an increase from last week of nearly 31,000, so not all bad news for the show. 
Also on the bottom was Linda Vista, which also climbed about 12,000 from the previous week. The Height of the Storm, Darren Brown, Colin Secret, and The Great Society. Now, James, looking towards the future, obviously, The Lightning Thief is booked until January 5th, and you know they're looking for a good holiday season as folks are coming in, especially with those numbers. The Great Society closes at the end of the month, as does The Height of the Storm. Linda Vista is closing on the 10th. The show at the moment to watch out for that does have an indefinite run is Tootsie, which is now only pulling in 43.91% of its gross potential. I'm sure that's another show that's looking toward the holiday season, but I expect we're probably going to be hearing from that one soon, James. Yeah, uh, certainly, um, even though they, 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 could have a very positive holiday season. Uh, January, February is brutal on uh, most, oh, yeah. most Broadway shows. And it's important that, uh, you know, you look beyond the horizon at these things, especially if theater, sure. theater owners do that. And with so many shows trying to come in, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's likely yeah. that a theater owner is going to say it's, it's time. Yeah, especially at the Marquee, which is already a difficult theater to put shows in. And we've got many shows waiting for theaters, both in this coming season and shows that are currently TBD. We had a br- another show. We had a brief discussion about it before the show. And there's been conversation about it on social over the last couple of days. But what I find really interesting at the moment, James, is Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And besides the lightning thief and Darren Brown secret, as Adam Feldman pointed out on Twitter, Cursed Child has the lowest average ticket price on Broadway, which Deep Tran also pointed out. It's a six-hour play. It's a Harry Potter property. You can get tickets for it for about 80 bucks, which obviously cheaper than Hamilton, cheaper than Town. The show is still at full capacity and at 98% of its gross potential. So people are buying those tickets. And as you've said, they've really been pushing tickets and increasing their marketing like they no longer expect it to run for decades as they once did. So the future of this show really fascinates me. Yeah, and I've uh, seen a lot of uh, push from the producers of it's Harry strange. Potter to uh, discounted tickets and lots of tickets available and things like that, which yeah. you know, just when it, it it was opening two years ago, it was just mm-hmm. just near impossible to, to get into. Mm-hmm. The other thing uh, we should mention is that uh, even though Hamilton still led the pack this week, they mm. had a... Uh, Eduham, that was uh, this week, as, uh, actually last week as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Figured, figured into the grosses. And um, uh, and some of the information about Eduham is like they have raised $25 million for Eduham. Incredible. Eduham tickets covering the years of 2016 to 2020. And that in by the end of 2020, Hamilton will have reached 250,000 thousand students and teachers in the education program amazing. that amazing just rocks that's just that's the best that's what we should be having more of that's what i want to see more from shows and uh they're doing that and leading the grosses 
Yeah. So certainly uh, somebody has got a, a good formula for success there. They're managing. They're doing all right over at Hamilton. They are. All right. Let's uh, move out of our grosses into next Yes. Up. Yes, James. Matt and I talked about it last night and said it was all but inevitable. And it was all a matter of when we were going to get the following announcement. Well, it's here. It came quite early, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, in fact. But Sarah Bareilles and Gavin Creel will, in fact, lead waitress in the West End, James. They will. Sarah and Gavin, as uh, Matt was saying, Sarah was going to put Gavin in a suitcase and take her with him. Of course. Take him with her. Yes. <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> One way or another, they're both getting there. So Barillis is going to make her West End debut next year and will be reuniting with Creel in the lead roles of Jenna and Dr. Pometer, respectively. The two will, well, maybe they should swap it up, you know? I think they should take a few performances, that. you know? I would love that. Yeah. The two will perform strictly limited six-week run from Jan 27, or they say 27 January, yes. to 7 March 2020. I've you got know, the right order there. Yeah. Fancy or correct, however, <laughs> <laughs> however you want to phrase it. Which is the AP style guide, you know? Oh, the AP style guide is frequently wrong anyway, so, yeah. you know. All right, the London run of the Broadway <laughs> musical opened at the Adelphi Theater on 7 March 19 and is now booking until 28 March 2020. <laughs> you got it. You got there in the end. I did. See, I was trying to be a tube announcer as best oh, I could. Oh, it was very good. Yes. Get off at uh, Piccadilly. 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 See, and Matt and I talked about this yesterday and have talked about it already. Last time you and I were on the show together, I think that I was expecting uh, Miss Borellis to finish up the U.S. run yeah. mm -hmm. with her seemingly open-ended December portion of her tour. So I was a bit surprised, but I saw Sarah Bareilles and Gavin Creel when they did the Broadway production together. And I don't know, I'm, there's a lot happening in London coming up that this might be one that I also have to go over for. I'd love to see them again. Broadway Radio Jet. There it is. <laughs> Going over. We really need to. Yeah. So tell us about uh, the time is ticking, ticking, ticking. Ah, uh, yes. See, we talked. We talked. <laughs> we talked last week about Andrew Garfield getting the lead role in the upcoming film adaptation of Tick Tick Boom. Now coming late last night, we have the rest of our starring cast. X Men actor Alexandra Ship is set to star opposite in the Netflix project, and Vanessa Hudgens and Robin De Jesus, most recently in The Boys in the Band on Broadway, will also co-star. Ship will reportedly play Susan, John's girlfriend. Obviously, Andrew Garfield is playing John. Assumingly, this means De Jesus will play Michael with no word on what Hudgens' role will be yet. Lin-Manuel Miranda will direct with Dear Evan Hansen and Stephen Levinson adapting the script. 
I'm not overly familiar with Ship James, though I know she's a musician, a singer. She's portrayed Aaliyah before on TV. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens is everywhere all the time, including Rent Live. So she's already tackled Larson's work. And I do think De Jesus is the best out of the three. I always love to see him perform. This will also be his second venture on Netflix after the Boys in the Band adaptation that Ryan Ryan Murphy is about to do. So I'm increasingly looking forward to this movie. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with an expanded cast since this is a very tight-knit and theatrical show. Uh, you know, last time we talked about this, uh, I suggested some adding some cats to it, but you, you, you were yeah. I'm still, I'm still gonna pass. Maybe Vanessa Hudgens is playing a cat. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's that's my only guess at this point. It could be wrong. Who's to say? <laughs> so uh, Lynn, keeping busy. Lynn and, is. Uh, Lynn is the and he even tweeted about it that he was like, guess what? Something along the lines of, guess what? I've been casting this the whole time. It's like, yeah, you're doing everything always, all the time, <laughs> making the rest of us look bad all the time. Um, did you see that uh, Lynn was at a Little Shop last weekend? I didn't. Yeah. Oh. He, he, uh, well, he's got to be there for Jonathan he, Groff. He called it Groff Shop. Yeah, <laughs> you went to go see Groff Shop. I like it. Yeah, that was that was obviously going to happen. He's, him and Groff, they go they go way back. Obviously, they do go way back. <laughs> what do we have in other news? Yes, let's close out today's episode with some quick bits of news. First up, Adam Driver and Joanne Tucker will host a stage reading of Lorraine Hansberry's A Raisin in the Sun on November 11th at the American Airlines Theater. The event will be held by and for Arts in the Armed Forces for its 11th annual Broadway performance. The organization, which Driver founded, brings high-quality arts programming to active-duty service members, veterans, military support staff, and their families around the world free of charge. The cast will also include Dylan Baker, Coleman Domingo, Ezra Knight, Nyambi Nyambi, and Pauletta Washington. The event is, of course, free of charge for the aforementioned group, and the event will include a free reception, performance, and Q&A. Great cause there by Driver. Manhattan Theatre Club also announced yesterday it's casting for the world premiere of The Perplexed, written by Richard Greenberg, who will have Take Me Out on Broadway this season, and directed by MTC's artistic director, Lynn Meadow. Patrick Breen, Margaret Cullen, Tess Fraser, Anna Itty, Alana Levine of little-known facts fame, which I love, Zane Pays, J.D. Taylor, and Frank Wood will star. Additional casting will be announced at a later date. The Perplexed will begin previews on February 11th prior to a March 3rd opening night at New York City Center Stage 1. Out of the box, Theatrics also announced yesterday that Tony Award winner Alice Ripley will lead the cast of a limited NYC engagement of Sibylle Pearson, Richard Maltby Jr., and David Shire's musical Baby. The production will play a site-specific loft in Midtown Manhattan from December 6th through December 14th. The cast will also star Liz Fleming, Robert Fowler, Gabrielle McClinton, Evan 
Ruggiero and Christina Ruggiero. All right. Evan Ruggiero and Christina Sejuice. Tickets for the production are now on sale, ranging from $39.50 to $99.50, and can be purchased online at ootbtheatrics.com. So, wait a second here. Did they say site specific baby? Is it going to be like an OB office or something like that? It is apparently at a loft in Midtown Manhattan, 14 West 45th Street. So it looks like it's at an apartment building, but I'm not really – I was kind of trying to get a feel for – It's got to be, you know, it's 14 West is just, you know, a couple of doors down from Fifth Avenue on the west side. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of – it's It's not jewelry district, but it's – It's it's strange. That is is very (laughs) strange. I'm – Thinking of my lips and your I, eyes. I occasionally like a site specific. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay. I occasionally like a <laughs> site specific production, and uh, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Isn't it? It's set technically on a college campus. I thought so. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Kids. Anyway, over in San Francisco, Broadway SF has announced that the third national tour of the little-known show Hamilton has extended its run by 21 weeks. The And Peggy stage of the production and tour is now extended through May 31st at the Orpheum Theater in San Fran. Tickets for the extension are on sale now. Absolutely no surprise there. Very Lin-Manuel heavy episode we've got here. Mm. (laughs) And finally, James, Christmas is coming slightly early for Les Mis fans. As for one night only, the sold-out stage concert version titled... Well, Les Miserables, the stage concert, will be broadcast live in cinemas across North America. Theatergoers can head to cinemas Monday, December 2nd, where the concert will be broadcast live from London's Geel Good Theatre, with encore screenings taking place on Sunday, December 8th. The cast, of course, includes Michael Ball, Alfie Bow, Carrie Hope Fletcher, Matt Lucas, and more. Tickets will be available beginning on Friday, November 8th at LeMizConcert.com. Got to head to the theaters for that. <laughs> I love a concert and movie theaters. I love any uh, screened production of anything. I will see whatever is broadcast. <laughs> I try and go to everything that the Met does. I go to whatever Fathom events related thing they can put up. It's great. Ashley, where did you grow up? I yeah. grew up. I grew up in Buffalo. That's right. That's yeah, right. up in Buffalo, Jamestown, Jamestown, and Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Did they have like a midnight Friday night showing a Rocky Horror? Did you go to those? Um, I was doing other illicit activities at midnight on Friday nights. I would say growing up. Uh, breaking into libraries, very <laughs> oh yeah, the decimal system. Definitely that, <laughs> among among other things. I yeah. know your type. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're re- <laughs> my friends and I were reenacting our own versions of Rocky Horror. I guess. <laughs> were you Brad or Janet, or were you the uh, monster? 
I was obviously Frank and Fred. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And again, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio to get your Broadway news fix early. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. James Marino, do your thing. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Tuesday with us or Monday night if you're a Patreon. Yes. Either way, get out there and vote. Yeah, get out there and vote on Tuesday. And uh, I think Matt and I will be here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow. You'll be here tomorrow? Maybe (laughs) three of us are going to be here tomorrow. Hey, party. (laughs) 